Hello, everyone. I welcome you to The Butterfly Effect, a mental health podcast to help you navigate through adversity and begin your transformative journey to healing mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. From anxiety to domestic violence, this podcast will discuss a wide range of mental health topics, hearing real people discuss their raw experiences. Because this podcast touches on sensitive topics, listener discretion is advised, and the information that is provided is not meant to diagnose or treat any mental health condition or be a substitute for therapy. If you are experiencing any mental health symptoms while listening, I encourage you to contact somebody that you trust or a mental health provider in your community. So, without further ado, let's get started. and Mercury retrograde getting on everyone's nerves. We are here. (laughs) I love that. Oh, my God. (laughs) This episode's already going to be amazing. Yes. Yes, Yes, it is. is. Um, I am so glad to be speaking with you again and... Very, very grateful. Like, you know, to be honest, I was like thinking after we recorded our first, you know, our first episode, I was like, dang, I feel like I was like too positive. <laughs> I was like, I was like, dang, I didn't really tell her how I was feeling. Oh my God. Well, and I was like, <laughs> I I kept thinking about it, but then I was like, no, Mm -hmm. but she's good. Like she's, I know she's not judging me. And I know like I still do. I was like telling myself like I I still did great. And like, I, you know, I still represented for myself how I wanted to at the time. And, you know, all those things, like those things I have to tell myself to be okay with like something I felt like I could have done better at, or like just Mm -hmm. something I'm like just being critical about Mm -hmm. as, as we all can relate in our own ways you know for sure but yeah I was just thinking I was just like dang like I was I was between feeling like I did great and between feeling like ah I could have went into more detail about this or about that but I guess it ended up kind of working itself out because when you hit me up I was actually like not even upset I was more so like oh my gosh I get an (laughs) opportunity and to like do this the way you know that I, yes. feel right. I still feel right but like you know like that feeling it was just a feeling it was just a feeling that I had you know yeah I am taking- so glad no you're fine um for context for everybody I had recorded with Versal like when was it like it was a couple of months ago but I, I just don't remember when and um you know, we had such a great conversation and I just loved speaking with her. But then all of a sudden, my um, when I was going to publish it after being on my hiatus, the file basically said that it was like I couldn't access it and that the audio was like unable to like start. And I was like, this is insane. And I have already with just being on this hiatus I did end up you know losing some people that I wanted to speak with just because you know they 
got impatient or just felt like I wasn't very serious about interviewing them. And that really wasn't the case. I was just so focused on making sure that I come out uh, in the best way possible. I revamp myself as well as like get the ball rolling because, you know, aside from my podcast, like I have other personal and professional goals that I was, you know, trying to obtain too. So I didn't blame them for leaving. But then when I was like, oh yeah, I'm making this comeback and this, I'm coming out of my little shell and I'm going to like, you know, broadcast your episode. And then all of a sudden I had to, I was, I was feeling super bad. I was like, oh my God, like, I hope she's not upset that we have to re-record this and just go through the process again. But I appreciate not only your flexibility, but your excitement for doing the episode again. And what we were speaking about earlier is just this idea that you know, sometimes the universe really does in, intervene in these things because there's a deeper message to be told and a deeper message to convey, um, which you completely resonated with. So however you want to start off this episode, whatever it is that you want to share, um, um, it's this is this is your platform. Like, let's talk about it. Thank you, Queen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's a lot has been going on since we last spoke and just in general. And actually for me, like, it's very refreshing to hear you talk about your journey and be as open as you feel comfortable with in sharing that, you know, because for myself and, and of course, I'm sure for other listeners, like, as cl another cliche, my sad cliche, but like it really does help to hear that from somebody who like, you know, we've looked to for some mm -hmm. light and and uh, inspiration, and, you know, insight, perspective. Um, so like it's just it, it just speaks again testimony to we're like we're human, you know, mm -hmm. like your podcast, my music, you know, just things that we do that folks have come to know us through are, are just parts of, of the whole that make us who we are. Right. And it does kind of get hard sometimes to figure out like, okay, who am I outside of this space? Like, that's one of the things that I've been struggling with heavily, more like challenged with. I feel like saying struggle for me, I'm learning, like, I've been on this, like, many ways to define one word tip lately, mm -hmm. or like many ways to look at this phrase, many ways to look at that phrase, especially if like these specific words and phrases were associated with very like negative experiences, or like sure. dramatic experiences, right? So like, there's so many ways to look at to look at these things and I just feel like I kind of lost my train of thought a little bit but I was <laughs> I was going somewhere with that but that's okay also yeah that too like yeah it's totally fine to do that but to comment on what you said like yes. it is true like you know as a therapist something that I and this is just you know a tidbit for everybody is that therapists in general they're human beings as well and as much as they want to be there to help, they are not God. Like as therapists, we are not God. We're not here to solve your problem. We're here to um, help guide you through those rough patches because there was nobody in your life to be able to do that and to provide a space where 
you can blossom and grow and go through those growing pains in a, in a place where you know that growth is celebrated as well as acknowledged. And I, and yes, outside of the, of, of this platform, like, yes, I'm a therapist, but I'm also someone's sister. I'm someone's friend. I'm someone's, I'm someone's girlfriend. Like there are so many things that go on in my world and sometimes to intertwine personal life, professional life, and then hobbies, like all in the intermix and make sure that everybody is updated is really difficult sometimes. And we, I mean, you and I, like we're both creative people and we love to help people. We love to inspire and be that beacon of hope. And sometimes we need to recharge because we're human beings. We're not robots as much as we would both of us, I'm sure, would love to just pump out content and pump out like all these things to help people because we've seen it. Like we know what it does. We it comes from a warm and loving place, but it's so difficult to do that when you haven't recharged as a person. And it's just it's hard to balance. It's just, that's just how it is. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> all of that. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it gets tough, you know, mm -hmm. um, matter of fact, this morning I was like, I had my like morning cry. Like I haven't ever felt like, I don't know, is it, it's Libra season too. It's my season. Hey, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm going to be 29 on October oh 15. <laughs> oh, girly. Happy so, early birthday. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, to be honest, I'm like, I know why I say that. I say to be honest, but like, I just feel like I've really been reflecting a lot lately, like mm -hmm. a lot of reflecting, unwillingly reflecting. And I think to, like for me right now, that's kind of, that's kind of good. Because it's like, it's the type of reflecting where like, I'm not trying to, it's mm -hmm. just happening. It's kind of like forcing me to like take breaks, forcing me to kind of like pace myself, forcing me to be like, oh, this is a familiar feeling. Do you want to keep feeling that familiar feeling? No. <laughs> All right. Well, here's what you could do instead of doing what you've always done before and give into right. that feeling. You could go do this. Oh, you're mean. And then I go, oh, you mean to say there's actually another way that I could release and not mm. just like. So like example, I was really frustrated uh, the other week and I, I recovered my voice, thankfully, as you Yay. can hear, la la la, it's still <laughs> like kind of like not fully there. I mean, only I know my voice fully. So I know it's like not fully, fully there. Right. Like when I try to go like that, you know, <laughs> I, that's where that's where the rest of it's recovering. But basically, I I was really upset. I, I lost my shit, lost my marbles all that right. and mm -hmm. I was like so mad like when I have gotten mad growing up like the number one way that I learned and that I practiced my anger was in screaming at the top of my lungs also mm -hmm. because I didn't uh I often didn't feel heard when I was young so like mm -hmm. for my way to be heard I would like scream you know and like yeah. and I would say very real things like like these are all very good points but when they're being screamed at the mm -hmm. top of like blood curdling lungs like they don't make they don't really 
you know, make that impact that you wanted to make. And I've, I was growing. I didn't, I didn't know this at the time. Now I'm getting older and I'm reflecting, like I said, unwillingly, but also willingly now, um, where instead of like doing that, like I used to, it was, oh, and this took a lot, Queen. Like it took, it took everything <laughs> in me to not re revert back. Um, but I caught myself and I, and, and instead I felt myself bubbling up. I was about to start screaming and then I did scream. Right. But this time when I screamed, I still lost my voice, but I said positive words. I was mm. screaming positive words like at the top of my lungs. And that's not something that I have usually done. Uh, usually it would be screaming all the things that I'm upset about, all the things that I'm unhappy with, which I'm very familiar with, especially, if, you know, continuing to feel those ways. But that time I was just like, oh, let me try it. Let me just try it. It's not going to be easy. And it was really hard. But I was like, I said, love. I screamed yeah. at the top of my lungs. I said, well, be. <laughs> I, I said, that's where the growth is at, though. Oh, and yeah. that's awesome that you identified that because you bring up this really good point of how you manage and handle like stress or anger or sadness or disappointment how did you act out those things when you're younger or when not even just when you're younger when you're in a younger spiritual place a younger mental place because the only reason why you're acting out in that way is because your needs are not being met in that moment and you know what that feels like so it's like okay like i'm trying to voice what i'm trying to say i'm trying to convey my feelings without there being some level of like consequence that's going to silence my voice and then as you start to go on this discovery journey of like really delving into understanding like how you emotionally regulate it's like oh that's right i i can do it another way it's never been modeled for me before but i'm gonna try it because it seems like the other ways have worked only so far and i'm trying to go further so what can i do and like it i think it's very beautiful when you start to have these realizations. And I, I personally have these realizations as well, like during my birthday too, because it, it represents like a new cycle of life and a new cycle of like mental clarity. And I always think like, okay, like what do I want to do to change or refine, not even change, mm -hmm. just refine parts of myself that I know need some refining? You know, is it the way that I, like, is it my communication? Is it whatever? Because as people, we're always growing, we're always maturing and developing, and we're students of life. And we have to be also, like, students of our own, our own life, like, not just life outside of our own life, but life, like, what we are living in, like, mm -hmm. our own reality. And, like, oh, I could definitely change on a couple of things. And coming to that realization is very uncomfortable as well because that means that you are owning up to the fact that you are imperfect. Woo, that part. Yeah. Yeah. That's a challenge. Mm -hmm. That's the challenge right there. But, but needless to say, the challenge is being faced, you know? Um, right the challenge is being met i'm a challenge the challenge okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> always a healthy thing to do it is um, yeah are there some things you are currently challenging aside from emotional regulation like what's been happening on your end of the world and what are some things that you're currently working on 
Yeah. Uh, a big thing too in, in relation to social media is I feel it feels as if I'm kind of starting over in a way, mm-hmm. but, but also picking up where I left off, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's for like, sure. I keep also thinking about how I felt before the pandemic and kind of like, where was I at, right? Where was I at before this pandemic happened and like shook all of our worlds up? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking about that now. And I want to say I was in a place where I was, I felt so invincible. Like, mm. like I was just, I was doing shows every month. I was pretty active. I was excited about new music. I was playing with a band. I was rehearsing, like very stimulated. Right. You know? um, and then when the pandemic happened, things, well, for me, it started when my uncle passed away in 2019. Mm-hmm. So, so that was kind of like, oof. I mean, the pandemic kind of just added, you know. But, but that right. was a really big change. Like, my uncle was somebody who believed in me. I would say one of the one of the strongest believers in my music and I in of my whole family. Um, he was like that one uncle, that one person in my family that would always remind me, like, to not give up on my music, like you know, at least when I started being more open with it to my family, when I started like pursuing it as a career. Um, and, you know, he, that was 2019, it's 2022 now. Um, that was, that was a lot. That was, you know, I feel like processing things I've been, I've been kind of struggling with processing things. Like mm-hmm. today I was very uh, overwhelmed with right. like, just, wow, how many things there are uh, to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel that <laughs> the, the list, the list of things, the list of things, the list of things that I want to do, you know, the list of things that I'm currently doing. And then, and then that feeling like, damn, am I, is this too much? You know, like, am mm-hmm. I going to be able to actually accomplish this? And then that, that super, you know, like familiar feeling of like fear, you know, mm. like I've been having this a lot of fear just around like around survival. Mm. I've been kind of like just having a lot of fear. I don't I don't I don't know what it is, too. And that's another thing I'm learning. Like I'm learning that I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And just that's, say it. Yeah. You don't know. And I think that's again, it, it kind of pokes at this idea that really recognizing how imperfect you are is also owning up to the fact that you don't know the answer to things about anything and also things about yourself because you're in this place of discovery but by discovering something it's like okay this is here but I don't know why it's here and I don't know why it has been presented to me in this way and I don't know how to deal with it I don't know how to cope with it because you're seeing things with with almost like with brand new eyes because you're you've handled fear you've handled anxiety you handled stress you know that it's still there but it almost takes on different forms and the way that you're trying to approach it is like okay well this is a it's like a new species of a fear a new species of like trying to like survive but then it's tapping into parts of you that you're like oh i didn't know this existed and now i don't know where to place it i don't know what to do with that (laughs) It's uncomfortable. Oh 
It is. It is. And the more uncomfortable it feels, like for me, the more uncomfortable I feel, it's also like, dang, the more right it feels too, though. Mm -hmm. You know, like, ah, like, dang, this is really uncomfortable, but it also kind of feels like it's supposed to be right. this way. You know, of course, like, granted, not everything that feels uncomfortable is supposed to be, of course. Right. But like, as far as growth and growing pains and evolving and upgrading as a human you know yeah. like i'm trying to i'm, I'm oof, oof there's so many things that i want to do there's so many things that i also am doing and i'm learning too it's like currently i'm in a position where i get to teach i get to learn yeah. how to teach mm -hmm. i get to learn and i get to learn how to learn yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the learning that, to learn. Yeah, learning to learn. It's like what <laughs> brand new thing. Yeah, that's um, gosh, thinking about like and reflecting on my own experiences as a person. This idea of growing pains and what that's supposed to look like. I feel like that's something people don't talk about a lot. Is how it's painful to grow up. It's painful to be uncomfortable and to make sense that there is comfortability within uncomfortability it's like they both kind of work together because you have to know uncomfortability you have to know what it means to feel unfamiliar in something and out of that it pushes you to figure out how to be comfortable you know if you're placed in an environment where you know i think of kind of like you know when people travel to new countries and they they live there they have to you know acclimate themselves to that area and it's uncomfortable to be around people, places, languages that you are completely unfamiliar with. But out of that comes that survival. But that fear somehow turns into hope. And that hope ends up turning into something great. And to see that process is really hard to imagine in the moment. But it's happening. It's always happening. And by the time you know it, you feel like you've completely, or maybe not completely, but you've felt neutral at the place that you're at because i think that with growing up and learning more about yourself i don't think you'll ever get to a place where you're completely comfortable i think that you'll get to a place where you feel neutral and you could understand mm -hmm. different levels of peace and different levels of like being content you know like giving this new language and new understanding around feelings and emotions and experiences it's like okay i can sit with this uncomfortability because I know that I sat through something like this similarly. And then, you know, you just go through this cycle and you have to, it's almost like you're, you get to the point where you kind of give up on trying to make things around you perfect. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Perfection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think artists go through that a lot. <laughs> just like, or people that are super creative, they're always, they always have things to do. There's always right. like things that they want to create and busy, busy, think, busy. Yeah, they're just busy, busy bees. Like, you know, you just want to do everything because we know we can. <laughs> but at the same time, we also can't. <laughs> you know, there's only so much you can do in a day. Yeah. And there's also so much that the that your soul can pour out in a certain like time frame too. Yeah. I don't know if you felt similarly in that respect of like mm. as an artist or and how that's colliding with you as being a person. Oh yeah. Um 
I'm I'm kind of like it's kind of like I'm reevaluating my functionality mm. in like all aspects of my life. I'm kind of like compare and contrast, you know, like not to beat myself up, but more so like what can I learn from what I'm realizing about how I used to work versus how I how I work now because it's right. not the same. For like, sure. I I realized that like oh like I've kind of been trying to uh, approach my life, different parts of my life, including my artist life. I've kind of been approaching them, trying to approach them the same way I did before. But then mm -hmm. I'm like, things are different now. Like I don't, you know, like the way I approach my family, the way I approach spending time with my family versus the way I did that before. Mm -hmm. And I think there are similarities and differences, but for me, like the similarity or the differences in how I approach spending time with my family before versus now is like, I think I used to, I don't know. Oh, that's, oh, it's kind of hard even to get into that. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Um, but I feel like I'm trying, I'm, I'm not beating myself up as much as I used to, mm -hmm. or at least I'm trying not to. Um, for so long, I felt like it was me. Like, it's me. Mm -hmm. It has to be me. Like, it, it, like I'm, I'm the issue. I'm, you know, it's like, I could have, I could have said that better. I could have done this better. Like, maybe it was this thing that I said, or this thing that I did, you know, or like, or, or for example, taking it a step further, like, okay, social media, or all my friends, or all the artists that I know, like, I find myself feeling bad, or have felt bad for, not being as um, in touch, like, oh, I'm sorry, mm. I haven't reached out to you or da, 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 da. But it's also like me, how how I am seeing that in my head. And I'm yeah. like seeing me as like, damn, I'm not reaching out. I suck, like, ah. And this person <laughs> probably has no, like they probably are not thinking about that about me at all. I mean, that doesn't mean my feelings invalid, but it right. also doesn't mean that they're thinking that about me. Mm -hmm. But it also means like I have to get it out some way. So yeah. I'm going to like let you know, hey, this is probably not for you <laughs> what I'm about to say, but it's for me. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that. Learning oh, like, I feel that. Right? like learning yeah. like what is for someone. I'm learning that too. I'm learning like, okay, because mm -hmm. I have had that tendency to like really explain when somebody's not even asking. And yeah. so now I'm like, you know what? Let me just add that in there. I know that was a long message, but just so you know, you probably have no idea about yeah. anything I just said. Just know that's okay. And I'm just, I'm just letting you know because I, I trust. I just have, right. this, I am, I feel okay to open up to you, even if I'm mm -hmm. completely wrong, right? You know about how you're feeling or not feeling. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, I resonate with that. Like really addressing those like obstructive thoughts, you know, and just like trying to figure out, okay, this doesn't exist, this thing in my mind, but I feel like it might exist. So let me just try and meet, like figure out how to meet my feelings and these experiences in the middle somehow. And sometimes vocalizing them is so important. And I, I I do that a lot with my friends and family. And I feel like that's improved my relationships with them as just being honest of just like, oh, okay, like, you know, this is what I was feeling. I know this, you just said that's not what you're feeling, but it's thank you for, you know, helping my own like deep overthinking thoughts from 
spiraling out of control. Um, do you feel like understanding like your functionality has kind of helped you improve your relationships with people or helped you in- improve that relationship with yourself? Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Be- it- it's like, I think because it's also allowed me to like unlock a new ability in me it's like unlocking a new <laughs> power i'm like ooh, i recognize this like yeah <laughs> let me go find, let me go discover it <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> like it's like looking at myself from the outside yeah and and it, it it's like it hurts when somebody else does that to me mm-hmm. like it hurts more when somebody's like chris you got to realize like this is how you're being like this is how you're coming across okay like you can't be a home <laughs> and i've been through that and and yeah. i've also learned like i got to be open to hearing that too but there's ways you know we could we could you know there's ways i can't control how somebody else you know let's let's their peace out vice versa but we can improve for for what we can control of ourselves right i yeah have improved to the point where now i'm calling myself out in yeah. a like in a just honest, mm-hmm. gentle, but like real way with uh, patience. Is, I, I, okay, to sum it up, I would say I'm learning to embrace the brace. Mm, I like that. Right. Does that, that make like, sense? No, right. that makes a lot of sense. And I, and <laughs> I think that's a part of the growing pains too, is recognizing that you have to take criticism. Like, and now you don't have to take, now you need to discern what type of criticism you want to take, but that criticism by whomever it's from gives you a little bit more awareness and attunement to the people that's around you. Like recognizing like, oh, I am impacting others just as much as they are impacting me. And I need to take a step back and reevaluate myself and own up to those things without being in a place of like, self-destructive behavior because i think that's the hard part about criticism is we will hear the negatives about ourselves in what the person is saying and we know that it's an issue but we it's almost like we're still trying to work on that and it's like when someone says that it's like deep down we're just like well i'm working on that can't you see my efforts of how i'm working like i'm working really hard and then we start taking that and we beat ourselves up we're just like oh my god like I'm not working hard enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough. Like you start having these negative narratives about yourself. And it's so hard to get out of that without recognizing like, oh, I can approach myself with some patience and some grace and some like softness within what is going on. Like, (laughs) and that takes a lot of work and understanding that is like learning a new language. Like, oh, like I can speak to myself kindly and I can take this person's words without turning it into swords and stabbing myself with them. You know? Ooh. That part. <laughs> that part. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I love your little thing. I kind of need that. Maybe I just need a little, like, <laughs> yes. like, I need something like that. See, this is why Hello Creatives. <laughs> create with each other that's just what happens um yes oh growing pains growing fun but they have to happen you know Mm -hmm. um what are some things that um you feel like you 
have worked on and you feel like there's been some improvement that that you've seen in yourself you know aside from the things that you kind of mentioned like what are some things that you're like wow like reflecting on how I used to act like years ago I'm a I feel like I'm a completely different person because I feel like it's so easy to like pinpoint the things you're not doing right but then you're it's it's another to pinpoint the things you're actually doing right like oh like I'm doing this right like things are going well and I'm completely changed yeah that's a really good point um it's funny actually all I there's so many things that I would have panic attacks and anxiety attacks about uh like let's say a year ago for example or even like six months ago mm -hmm. I'd go through you know times where I would just get so overwhelmed and have like these panic attacks about feeling like I'm not doing this that I want to do and I want to do that and I'm not doing that. And if I keep doing this, then when am I ever going to get to do that? You know, like mm -hmm. those feelings like heavy, like times a million. And now that's part of when I spoke about processing a bit earlier, like now I'm learning like, oh, I'm actually doing a lot of those things mm -hmm. that that I so badly wanted to do or that I so like I was like I was like foreseeing at that time I was foreseeing all these things of being so many years away like right. like I'm probably it's I'm probably gonna be 50 by the time I you know like mm -hmm. I was seeing things that I wanted to do as as so far away to the yeah. point that I didn't really realize like I was already making my way like towards those things like I was already accomplishing those things like little by little mm -hmm. and some of the, those things are like working with working with my community like working yeah. within my realizing I also am my community too yeah like I feel like I've separated myself at a certain point to where like I put myself in this position where I have to save, like I have to save everyone. Like mm -hmm. it feels like I have this power of music, so I must use it to save. And then like not realizing, oh shoot, like I need saving too. Like, oh yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh ah. how is that? <laughs> what is this feeling? I, I, I had the powers, I had the superpowers and the words and the beats yeah. and the music and the rhymes and, but now I'm like, oh, oh, I need saving too. Mm -hmm. And then it's like being okay with that. that yeah. And that's that's a journey, like, you know, but working, you know, with a working with a nonprofit that uses hip hop as therapy, like that's freaking amazing. That is like, awesome. What? Shout out Beats Rhymes in Life. Yeah. Oh, yes. Give all the resources. Yes. I know, I know, I know, I know I have some listeners on the West Coast. So well, Beats you know. Arms and Life is also located. I believe they have they have a a spot in Boston as well. Oh, so okay. They're, they're a little on the East Coast too, but basically, you know, it, it's a nonprofit that basically uses non traditional form of therapy, um, mm. which is hip hop. So it's it's like a place where anyone ages 12 to 24 at least that's like the most focused you know primarily that age range but like where where we just provide a safe space yeah to to create 
to turn your expressions, your life experiences into music, into hip hop and mm -hmm. different writing activities, lyric, lyric writing, collaboration, beat making. It's like, it's like the place that I would have loved to be part of when I was growing up, you know? And yeah. Just, I feel like it's only meant, it, it's only right and fitting that I found, that we found each other now that I'm yeah. this older age and like with all of the things that I've learned and, and setting me up for all the things that I'm going to be learning and that I'm currently learning. It's like, it's been beautiful, you know? And right. Um, my baby sister, she's five. Um, when we last spoke, she was probably four. Um, and like, it's crazy because even when we last spoke, she did not, she wasn't sending me text messages and videos like she is now. Oh my gosh, man. These kids, they just know oh. how to do so many things. What were, what was I doing at five? Probably watching Powerpuff Girls. I'm pretty sure. Right. And that probably coloring on a coloring book. <laughs> I knew nothing about the phone, nothing about texting or TikTok. Nope. The kids now are, they're, they're a different generation for sure. Oh yeah. They're dialed in, but they got the information now. Like they got for sure at their fingertips, you know? Mm -hmm. I think uh, that's beautiful to have. I like, exactly. was what, yeah, was what you said about um, how you wish that there was a program like that when you were growing up, like we're, of the generation where we're helping to pave the way and also give some sort of awareness and give voice to mental health and to give voice to how to better help the community because it's people like you and I and other individuals that are so passionate about their craft. You know, we're the ones helping to pave the way and we're helping to give the spotlight on what is actually needed in the community and how we can better help the communities that though we had to go go through you know our own set of experiences and the intensity of that experience but now it's like okay we know what it feels like we know it helped us so let's help the ones that are still stuck in it but in this generation like let's continue on you know let's not like hoard all this healing and this knowledge to ourselves like let's spread it like let's spread the word let's create something and through that creates a stronger community and creates a stronger bond with ourselves and how we view our experiences now because being older being able to reflect and to process in a different way you know like what you mentioned like you learn different ways on how to do that and in a way where it's valuable to you so that then you have that understanding you're like okay I can I can approach this and I can look at it a little bit differently and come up with a a narrative for myself and how I'm viewing that right now and it's subject mm -hmm. to change and you have to be flexible to that like how you're going to view your experiences are just going to be completely different and you have to be open to that you know it's 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 a it's a continuous process of processing <laughs> always you feel like everyone's always going to process something no I matter just, what i start saying i'm loading <laughs> pending just <laughs> are you okay yeah yeah i'm good i'm just i'm, I'm loading if it looks yeah. like a duck yeah i'm i'm on my way there <laughs> yeah it's i'm trying to uh download the newest ios update for myself you know it's 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 coming okay <laughs> <laughs> exactly there's all these bugs that we gotta fix and you right know. yeah 
exactly. I, I also look at that too as it's like listening back to an old song. Mm, I like that. You know, you <laughs> that's like as I think a great as great of a analogy that I could put it is because I've even listened to some of my old songs and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, like audience, you can't see this, but my jaw is dropped right now. <gasps> yes, it's true. Like, I'll <laughs> listen back and be like, whoa, I don't, e- I didn't even know what I was saying until I said it. But like, even in that moment when I said it, it was coming from somewhere like some, mm-hmm. like some folks that I'm speaking with, because it's like, I've been speaking with so many different people in my life that folks who I've known for you know quite some years folks who I've just recently met and starting to get to know I'm I'm finding similarities in each of our conversations and I'm like okay things are aligning and also uh digital downloads from like the universe (laughs) (laughs) universal downloads like somebody at a show who he was opening up to me um, shout out Infinite Chi. He was opening up to me. And he's like, I just got a, uni- a universal download right now telling me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I appreciated that he said that because he helped sum it up. He just summed it up when like I felt like I don't know always how to explain why I have all this that I'm saying. But I know there's a reason that I'm saying it like mm-hmm. I even exhaust myself. I'll be up in the wee hours of the nighttime on and on about this like revelation epiphany like that I'm having yeah. enlightenment feeling like the world needs to know <laughs> and, and like and I have to be OK with just like it's me in this yeah. room by myself or yeah. like me and Jackie or like it's me Jackie and Christopher or like you know yeah. just like and just being okay with that like even being okay with like discovering like like oh my gosh I just discovered like the next solution to all human suffering type of feeling yeah and like being okay with like not sharing that with everybody all at once immediately as you're discovering it yeah it's like sometimes it just needs to sink in. You really feel it. And then the the thing is, is that when you learn something, you I feel like the universe is going to put the right people on your path where the realizations that you have is going to touch that person's life and you have no idea because you can just be talking, having a regular conversation, and then you say something and it resonates and it hits their core and you're like, oh, I didn't, I, I wasn't even trying to do that. It was just, I, I guess this message was meant for you. And mm. even there's there's a joy and a satisfaction in that too. Um, of recognize, like actually seeing that what you said really resonated with someone's heart and with someone's soul. And it touched someone the way that they needed it at that moment. And you were that, you were on their path just as much as they were on yours. And it's mm. a reciprocal energy with that. And I, I mean, I even realize that as a therapist, it's like sometimes I'm in the room. I don't know what I'm going to say. Like, I'm not here to plan what I'm going to say. I'm here to actively listen to give you give my client like that validation, that that wisdom. But I feel I sometimes things will just come up for me and I'll say it. And when I see my client and I, I know it it resonated with them. I'm like, yes, this message was meant for you. And it's like that for, I feel like for everyone, we all have a calling. We all have a purpose in our own way. 
you know, whatever that purpose, whatever purpose means to, you know, you as a person, you know, you're going to touch someone's life, whether you mean to or not. And I think that's what makes like the beauty of being like a sentient being is knowing that we can all, we're all part of the collective. We're all part of this idea of learning and loving and growing and cultivating each other to be the best versions of ourselves for this lifetime. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was like a big hug. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> that felt like a big hug. No, that's so true. That's so true. And, you know, I guess it kind of, it kind of makes sense. Like I interviewed my grandma the other day mm-hmm. and it was an idea that I've had for a while. Um, eventually like it is a goal of mine and hey this is gonna put be put on the record Woohoo! um there is going to be a movie one day about the journey that my grandparents had to make to basically get where they are right now mm-hmm. um and where they are right now it's funny because that saying now i'm thinking about it oh to get where i am right now that doesn't always mean rich and money and having a mansion or a big house or having a business like to get to where someone is right now like sometimes that could even be somewhere that's really sad and heartbreaking you know but also like took a lot of strength and resilience to push through mm-hmm. and to to kind of find their home in that um because something that could look sad to other people is like somebody's life you know, yeah. and that's just how they live, you know? So like, that's been something hard for me because I look at my grandparents and just how they, how they live and, and their lives. And it's not, you know, if I had money, if I had like, if I had it like that, like it would not be the way I would want to take care of them, you know, like mm-hmm. I would want to take care of them by providing them with more space to just live and to not have to struggle with, the everyday things that they struggle with now, you know? Right. And, you know, my grandma, for example, she's 83 now and she lives in San Francisco. She was born in 1939, August 31st. She just had her birthday on August 31st. Happy belated to her, to her. Thank you. She's a Virgo, right? Yeah, that's a Virgo. My dad was August 29th. So his birthday just passed too. Oh, my other uncle who passed away was uh, his birthday is on July 4th. And my other uncle who had passed away is June 10th. A lot of June, July, wow. and August. Yeah. September in my family. <laughs> like kind of summer, summer babies. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And maybe that's part of why I feel a lot of maybe it contributes to part of why I'm learning that too. It's like finding my own sense of autonomy and my feelings, but also like, but also like identifying what could possibly be contributing that is like that I can't see, you know, like unseen energy that could be contributing to like, oh, this, this must be part of why I feel so extreme, you know, but of course still taking accountability for my actions and, and how I feel and how I choose to feel. But there are ways that I don't choose to feel that I feel, you know, and it just kind of washes over me and I kind of have to figure out like, 
I'm learning to like take it step by step in those moments, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like with my grandma, I interviewed her and it was like it was really beautiful. It was like it was painful but beautiful because I have always worried about her. I've always just I'm worrying, I'm worrying, I'm worrying, I'm worrying, I'm worrying because that's that's what I see. I yeah. I can only see her from how I see her, but she is her all day and all all day and all day out through and through. And that's yeah. another thing I'm realizing, like we're biased about ourselves. Like I'm biased about myself. I could also be biased about someone else yeah. because like, I'm only seeing me by how I get to see me, not, not how this person sees me. And they could see the beauty in me that I can't. Right. Yeah. Or, or it's the opposite. And I see this person and I could see the beauty in them that they might not be able to see right now. Or I could see the pain that they're enduring that they might just be so used to living in that pain. They don't even realize like it's, it's tough, you know, yeah. and they, they need help too. And it's hard because I feel like for my grandma, she doesn't always necessarily know how to ask for help. And so mm-hmm. she'll just go through things, you know, she'll go through it. And like, she's like that. She's look, she'll say, these are her exact words. I die. I die. That's her words. <laughs> I die, I die. Like she's got a whole plan. She's got a whole plan. She said it. She's sure of it. And I'm like, as much as it is for me to to be the granddaughter, the eldest granddaughter, and and listening and like, damn, that sounds harsh. Like, are you sure? Like, is that what you really want? And little, yeah. She's she's 83 now. She's thought about this. (laughs) Like, yeah. If this is what she says she wants, as hard as that is for me, I have to do my best to just be there with her. Yeah. You know, and like I've because I've tried, I've tried to like it's like it's like trying to stop the leaning tower from leaning is going yeah. like it's going to lean like like yeah. we can't, like we, you know, put our hands up there for as long <laughs> as we want, you know, yeah. let go. It's it's leaning. It's still leaning. It's still leaning. Yeah. You know, yeah to, yeah. to let people be where they're at. You're not meant to be their savior. You can inspire, but you're not there to fix. And it's that's a hard it's a hard thing to to sit with to not only like take in when someone is seeing you in pain and rec- and hearing that, but also realizing other people in pain, other people still in this cycle of sadness. And the only thing I, I feel like the way that I have found that has resonated with, me to be able to sit with that is to recognize that that I am still going to be there for them. You know, like you were saying, like, I am still going to be here. I'm still going to be this loyal figure, this loyal sister, this loyal daughter, this loyal girlfriend, like, regardless of what you go through, I am here and I'm here to be here whenever you need me, whenever that will be, you know, and it's, it's, I think there's, there's power in that for sure. Um, but do you have any closing words, closing statements about growing pains, um, kind of to close things together for my audience? Yes. No, thank you. And thank you for that too. Um, I would say, you know, just some closing thoughts. There's always, there's always more to learn. There's always more to learn about the self as well. Like I am definitely still figuring myself out and I'm also learning um to be okay with what I have figured out about Mm. myself 
to. So balancing that, balancing what I know with what I don't know, um, taking ownership in what I do know, and also taking ownership with what I don't know. Um, and like remembering there's always something to look forward to when each person has the ability to create something that's never that was never there before and that mm -hmm. doesn't only have to be an art that doesn't only have to be in music or dance it could be even in just speaking like you were saying like we were talking about you know you, we don't know when when we're going to save when we are going to save somebody's life in that moment you know yeah. i think when it like we as people also need to work on not feeling like we have to be responsible for somebody and that mm -hmm. gets tough too. Um, but it's, it's part of being human. We're not perfect. And, you know, um, to have those, to have somebody, even if it's just one person in your life that, that kind of makes you feel like a kid again, or that kind of, you know, you just, are excited to talk to or you don't you don't feel this worry like that's I think that's uh gotta give thanks to those folks and also remember how we can be that for someone else too without even knowing it so I just want to say thank you and um I'm really really grateful for this platform the butterfly effect mental health podcast and the way that I just came across you and the podcast and i'm very very grateful and and this is needed and 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 last thing i tweeted the other day i can't save everyone and that's okay <laughs>